What's up, world, and welcome back to the Vibes and Stuff podcast with your host, Ian. Now, this week's episode, uh, which you can probably tell by the length of it, did not go as planned. And this is the first and uh, hopefully last time I have to do this. But in an effort to cover topical subjects in a timely manner, uh, I had to proceed with the show uh, to the extent that I did. Uh, even though you won't be getting a full show, but uh, as normally, but hey, uh, things happen, life happens, and uh, you know, we got to keep it moving sometimes. So, uh, for this episode, I will be diving into my first ever solo album review, and I will be reviewing the Black Star album, follow up album, or their sophomore effort, their long awaited sophomore effort, No Fear of Time. Now, this is Yasin Bey and Talib Kweli's uh, Luminary Exclusive new album um, coming 24 years uh, after the release of their classic debut uh, Most Death on Talib Kweli, Our Black Star uh, released on the now defunct but very influential uh, indie label Ruckus Records and uh, there's been a lot to be said about this album before it even dropped you know it was an album that they've been teasing since 2018 uh, Talib Kweli's been uh, leaking little information about it here and there on uh, on social media, <clears throat> and uh, the first album was considered a classic. Uh, maybe not right away, but you know now it's in, in, in today it's kind of venerated amongst uh, hip hop purists and uh, regarded as one of the best independent albums ever recorded. And, and I I totally agree with that 100. percent uh, so the expectations for their second album were understandably pretty high. Uh, now, the album was stalled in large part due to Yasin Bey, a.k.a. Mostaf, having an issue with the, uh, uh, the compensation practices of most streaming platforms. Uh, so they did not want to release this album on streaming uh, for, I guess, you know, personal reasons. They felt that too many people were, would have been profiting off their art. And uh, at the end of this day, decided to go with the Luminary podcast uh, streaming platform to release this album exclusively through them. Um, so this is their way of rebelling against the, the current music industry. But I mean, hey, it, it's one of those things where uh, I don't know the, the, the messaging of, of what you're pr- pr- protesting gets kind of lost when you kind of stage a rebellion behind a paywall so to speak so um hey it's whatever you know maybe they got got a nice little bag for it but i mean unless you already are paying luminary or want to pay luminary uh 5.99 a month to hear this album uh then you probably won't get to hear it even though i've kind of seen it popping up here and there on little youtube videos and ain't getting taken down quickly but let's get into it man let's get into the review of this album um black star no fear of time uh let me first of all say that this album was produced entirely by mad lib a long time west coast underground producer very prolific you know uh he's recently uh gained attention by collaborating with people like uh, like freddie gibbs uh, West Side Gun, you know, numerous people amongst the other aliases he has and, and, and releases projects under. Uh, Yesterday's New Quintet, uh, DJ Rails, uh, the Quasimodo albums, of course. Uh, highly, highly prolific and uh, 
quirky and left field producer but very dope very dope so uh, I was intrigued when I heard that he was producing this entire album from beginning to end. Now, I remember at a certain point discussing this and the choice to go exclusively with Mad Lib uh, with producing this album. And I remember a, uh, an associate of mine, my, my, <laughs> uh, my good friend Jason, uh, when, I, when I questioned it, I said, uh, you know, it all kind of depends on uh, which Mad Lib you're getting. He, he kind of jumped all over me. You know, oh manly, everything manly does is gold. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is, I don't know if Madlib's production is going to mesh the best with Talib Kweli and Mos Def or Yasin Bey. Reason I say that is because about eight, nine, maybe even ten years ago, they released a couple of singles under the Black Star name. Uh, under the, the, the titles The Fix Up and You Already Knew both produced by Mad Lib one featuring a, a really dope Aretha Franklin sample but I remember only liking one of those songs and I was like okay I've heard them over Mad Lib production now the Batten 500 which is I guess okay but I didn't walk away from that listening experience going man I want to hear a, an entire Black Star album produced by, by Mad Lib that just wasn't my reaction but anyway, let's let's dive into the the meat and potatoes of this album. It clocks in at nine tracks in 33 minutes. Um, and I gotta say right away with the first track, OG, uh, Yasin Bey sounds very lethargic. He doesn't sound energized. He sounds sedated. He sounds like they dragged him out of bed. Talib Kweli, he's in his pocket. He's doing his best. But I wasn't terribly blown away by the intro. Uh, then the album uh, proceeds with the next track, So Be It, which I gotta say, So Be It is probably one of my favorite tracks on this album. Uh, the energy is is definitely there. Uh, Most Def comes in, or Yasin Bey comes in with a very solid first verse, and then Talib follows it up with a slightly smaller verse, or shorter verse, I should say. But it's a great energy to the song. It sounds it sounds like uh, like almost like African funk music. But I mean, Yasin he he gets busy on his beat right away. So I was a fan of So Be It. Then we get down to the track uh, Sweetheart, Sweetheart, Sweet Odd, uh, which wasn't bad. It had some nice strings and in a sample uh, uh, for me that I thought were, were pretty cool. But overall, the, the, I thought it was just okay. You know, Talib Kweli kind of gets into like finger wagging on women for wearing makeup and lace fronts, and eh, I just kind of winced to myself when when I heard that particular line. But the track in itself is not bad. Uh, then we have the track, my favorite band. <clears throat> um, maybe there's something else there a little deeper uh, that I just did not get. I believe this was the the solo Yasin Bey track on the on the LP. And you know he's got some good, good one-liners here. I'm not gonna front, but overall, because of the beat, you know the, the track just didn't grab me. Which brings me to the next track, track five. The main thing is to keep the main thing, the main thing. I had heard this song previously on uh, the Dave Chappelle podcast on Luminary. They ended one of the podcasts with this song. And it was a totally, it, it, it was the same version of the song, but the way it was mixed and mastered was way more polished 
than the version that ended up on this album and it's kind of disappointing because it sounds like a totally different track if you heard that version it's like they took the original song played it and then they just put a bed sheet over the speakers and gave it this kind of lo-fi very rough very um just kind of fuzzy sound to it and i was kind of disappointed in that but the quality of the track still stands i think it's one of the better tracks on the album um that brings me to yonders uh yonders was another track that just kind of meandered i i the beat didn't grab me you know what most was saying was kind of you know it, it was cool to hear yeah you know and and, and what talib had to say on here was 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 okay but i feel like I feel like topic wise they kind of just jump around a lot they kind of jump around a lot and uh but you know hey whatever and then supreme alchemy uh with uh track seven which is a talib Kali solo joint it was okay it was okay uh talib was definitely in his pocket on this one despite the beat not being the best you know, he has slick lines like celebrate, we pay tribute and commemorate. When you know your self-worth, you give thanks for your fellow grades. Celebrate, escaping from the industry to get away. Seeing the same kind of fate that turned Duma Lao to Metal Face. You know, little slick lines like that I thought were cool. Um, celebrate, we elevate and we innovate. Diversify way more than your bonds, we don't assimilate. So, it was cool, but like I said, like, you know, it, the, the, the bars almost get lost in the fact that the beat just does not grab you. Which brings us to track 8, Frequency. Um, same thing here. Black Thought shows up with the long guest first on the album and totally, in my opinion, outwraps most Def and Taleb Kweli. It was kind of a... It was kind of a bleak reminder of, to me, of how much their peers, their rap peers, have kind of leapfrogged them in terms of uh, skill and being able to stick to a subject in a particular verse and see the, the topic all the way through, or see the thought all the way through, which I'll get on that a little bit later. And then we have the, the closing track, uh, No Fear of Time, where they kind of drive home the fact that, uh, you know, everything in this world is... Uh, it's temporary you know time time is kind of looked at as an enemy but it could also be looked at as an ally as well so um and, and certain things also outlast time and i thought that was i thought that was a good little uh message to end the album on but uh again the um the production kind of left a bit to be desired for me it's also disappointing that uh topic wise too uh with the exception of tracks like sweetheart sweetheart sweet odd uh man that's an obnoxious song title um and a little bit of uh supreme alchemy and frequency for the most part like the album topically kind of meanders you know it's there's a lot of songs on here that that sound good but you can't really pinpoint what the song is about if it's about anything it's just a lot of their there's a lot of tracks where their verses and train of thought just kind of meander from one thing to the next and don't really attack anything head on and that's kind of disappointing like you know so so be it was more of a battle rap a little bit but uh you know they're throwing some other things out there but songs like i mean what's 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 yonders about what's my favorite band about you know what's og about 
you know, with, with the first one, and I hate to keep bringing up the first one, you knew what Brown Skin Lady was about. You knew what Thieves of the Night was about. You knew what Respiration was about. You knew what Children's Story was about. With a lot of these songs, it's just random non sequiturs just thrown together and you're kind of just left to interpret it yourself or, you know, kind of take it or leave it. And I thought that was a little disappointing too. But Talib Kweli is rapping extremely well on here, so there's always that. Uh, let me just get to, uh, <laughs> let me just get to what I did like about the album. After 24 years, Talib Kweli and Mos Def, aka Yasin Bey, they have not lost any chemistry. Uh, Talib was in his pocket on a lot of tracks. He's gotten better, if not just kind of stayed the same at his skill level. Like always, Mos Def is the soul of Black Star and Kweli is the spitter. And you know, that's kind of their energy. That's that's their chemistry. And that chemistry is is you know, it's still present. It's still there after all these years. They sound very comfortable with each other still. Uh, Talib knows when to kind of take a back seat and let Mose do his thing. And Mose knows when to take a back seat and let Talib do his thing. So at least that chemistry is still there. Um, however, man, I did not feel like this album was worth the 24-year wait. I thought it was not, not a mistake to go with Mad Lib as the one producer on this. But... It, it felt like it felt like most deaf and maybe even Talib Kweli, you know, they talk about how much they're fans of Mad Lib so much, how much they're fans of the Mad Villainy album. And it felt like they just kind of linked up with Mad Lib to scratch it off their bucket list and just to say, oh, we did an album with Mad Lib and without really thinking, OK, does Mad Lib's production gonna is it gonna mesh well with our flows is it gonna uh do the, the 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 topics that we're rapping about justice and i don't think that was the case you know on, on several spots throughout this album you know they said that they recorded it in hotel rooms and back rooms at dave Chappelle shows and it, and it sounds like that it sounds like mad lib gave them some throwaway boy beats and they just kind of tried to do their best with it uh, even the track, uh, My Favorite Band, I believe, it's either My Favorite Band or Yonders, that beat is from Westside Gun's Ferragamo Funeral. It's the exact same beat, and it was on a Westside Gun album three years ago. So for that same beat to now pop up on this album that we've been waiting literally decades to hear, to me, that's sloppy album craft. You are either one sitting on some very old material, because clearly somebody forgot that you all were in possession of this beat. Or two, maybe you did hear the West Side Gun track and you just didn't care and wanted the beat anyway. You know, or maybe you didn't hear it, which shows you all how how unplugged you all are from the current hip hop scene uh, that most people, even your fans, are, are plugged into. So I, I, I didn't really care for that. On top of that, there's a track called Tribute which was one of the tracks I heard before the album came out, which is a which is an excellent track. Didn't even make the album. Why? I don't know. Um, then Mineral Mountain, also featuring Black Thought, did not make the album. It, it did not make the final cut. So, and then you put on a different version of the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing, and, and which was intensely uh, disappointing. And... I don't know, man. I, I, I think that it just feels sloppy to me. It feels undercooked. I, 
I feel a little let down. Um, and, uh, you know, as far as the production, this wasn't even top-notch Mad Lib. You know, it didn't have the same quirkiness I felt uh, from, from albums like the Quasimodo album or the Loop Pack album or the Mad Villainy album. It didn't have the it didn't have the stretched out soul of Bandana. You know, I didn't go into it comparing it to the first Black Star album because it was so long ago. But I did kind of compare it to Liberation with Talib Kweli and Bandana with Freddie Gibbs and a little bit to Mad Villainy. And, and I got to say, this product just does not compare to those albums uh, sonically, nor does it compare to the first Black Star while I'm on the topic. And I get it. The first Black Star was 24 years ago. It was a different hip hop scene, a different industry, a different America, you know, a different New York City. So you're not going to capture the spirit of that place and time in 2022. But at the same time, so much has gone down over the past 24 years and we didn't get any songs touching on anything topical. And on top of it, y'all couldn't give us no more than nine songs, nine songs, 24 years, 24 years we've waited. That was four presidents ago, 24 years, and we get nine undercooked tracks. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some tracks on here I like. I do like So Be It. I do like Sweetheart. And I do like the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. But outside of that, the rest of this album was kind of, eh. You know, wasn't nothing on here, you know, whack per se, but not much on here is grabbing me. Um, not much on here is grabbing me. You know, I'm, I'm hearing people talk about how this is the best album of the year. You know, they cried when they listened to it and it's better than the first one. And uh, it, 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 it slays the first Black Star album. I do not know what album these people are listening to. Um, like I said, it's nothing bad, but it lacks bump and it lacks that umph and that soul. And overall, it lacks true replay value. You know, it definitely has a vibe to it, but it, it's not a vibe that meshes well with, with, with Black Star. Now, Black Thought, yeah, that dude could rap over just about anything. And he proved that on this. And I, I hate to say it because I, I love these guys. I love Most Def. I love Taleb Kweli and Madlib. You know, as well. I, I I wanted to love this album so bad, but overall, I felt it was just okay. You know, if not a little sleepy. You know, the tracks range from good to decent to meh, and there's really only one great track I feel on the whole album. And you know, the the music to me, it just kind of sounds like um, it sounds like background music at a radio show, at a radio talk show. You know, it's it's very pleasant. You know, you, you hear some rhythms in there, but it's not grabbing you. It's not grabbing you. You know, I hate to say it, but like this is what happens when artists kind of go unchecked with their art. It can end up in a place that's a little confusing. And I hate to say this, too, but they could have benefited probably from the input of an A&R. Now, I'm not saying they need to sign to a label and, and subject themselves to label politics. I know that's blasphemous to, to artists like most Def and Salih Kweli, but somebody else should have been in the room when y'all were putting this together you know there are moments where it doesn't sound mixed or mastered right there are moments where i definitely hear punch-ins and it sounded like y'all threw this together in a hotel room you know and i wish somebody else could have just kind of had some input you know the mad lib songs on here that work like so be it like 
sweetheart and the main thing those those work and it makes me think like okay maybe y'all could have involved Madlib but maybe you all should have involved some other producers as well have Madlib come in and produce three or four tracks and then pull some other producers in y'all a black star y'all got the cachet y'all got the cultural currency to make something like that happen i would have loved to hear y'all over a knife wonder beat a crisis beat uh q-tip even some of the stuff he's been doing within recent years is incredible uh diamond d uh, which ju who just did the album for quali last year apollo brown you know and as we found out from the genius documentary kanye wanted to produce the second black star album so for me to have people like that at your disposal and to give us this to me is just kind of disappointing you know after all these years this is this is kind of what we waited for and i i think about what we got with the tribe called quest album uh that came out in 2016 a little bit after five dogs death and how well put together that was and and you know how it's still sounding like them and sounding like an updated version of them even better example the reunion album from little brother may the lord watch you know they had took a hiatus off you know from the from each other and from the group they come back together chemistry still there and they gave us a solid solid album this album to me does not measure up to may the lord watch or even we thank you for your service or any of the other albums i mentioned in this review that were produced by Madlib, it, it felt like they just wanted to work with Madlib to say they worked to make with Madlib and, and scratch it off their bucket list. I, I think it's a shame that they had more tracks that they could have put on this album and did not put on this album. I think it's a shame that the track that would have been the best track, if not just one of the better tracks on the album, they cut from the album altogether. Not one of them, but two of them. So what that's about i don't know and in terms of the version of madlib we got on here this is basically we basically got beat conducted madlib or we got not even beat conducted madlib we got medicine show madlib you know with these kind of throwaway beats you know like at no point did it feel like most of talib quali and madlib were in the studio together and they've kind of already admitted that they never were because of the way the album was recorded. But, I mean, if you're going to... We all know what Mad Lib is capable of. Like, he's crafts some some very fine hip-hop albums, you know. Today. Some of the best hip-hop to date, really. And, you know, you have to kind of link up with people in person, in the studio, to kind of make that happen and get that spark and get that chemistry going and... and have him put together something that's actually curated, not just, oh, I have these beats laying around. Y'all want them? So that was disappointing. Not just disappointing, but eh, borderline insulting, you know, especially after all this time and talk. So my overall score, uh, one to 10 score for uh, Black Star, No Fear of Time. I am giving it a adjustable 6 out of 10. And I say that because there are times where I feel this album is really a 5 out of 10 when I take into account what they're capable of. And then there are times where I feel it's more of a 6.5, week 7 uh, when I'm listening to it in a certain setting or listening to certain tracks. And I'm like, okay, I see how this could work. But it's 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 just too little too late 
it's too little too late so i feel very comfortable giving it a six out of ten like i said nothing on here is straight whack but nothing on here really grabs you either um and it's just kind of the album is just very mid it is it is it is very mid and uh that's disappointing man that's disappointing um you know especially when you look at what their peers are doing uh, who you know have had longevity in the game and some of the newer comers um, as well yeah but 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 six out of ten um, for me like I said it's, it's just oof, after all this time and the nerve and the nerve of them to before the album dropped to act like as if this was just great art piece and oh we determine the value of our art and, and we determine the the, the 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 channels in which it's gonna be enjoyed because you know this is this is you know y'all talked all that good stuff about how much the album was was worth in the you know, as far as artistic value and then you give us this you know I I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little disappointed. I mean, I, I knew the album wasn't going to be this holy grail of hip-hop that, you know, we were hoping it was going to be. It was no way it was going to be that. It was no way it was going to follow up the last one and be as good. And in a way, some of the some of the overhypeness of the album, I feel, is, is almost like the universe correcting itself. You know, the first Black Star was, was super slept on when it came out. A lot of people, it was not on a lot of people's radar. It's like 99% of the hip hop audience didn't even know who these guys were, let alone had heard the album. And as a result, the album went kind of slept on. Um, and now everyone's calling this album a five out of five album and an instant classic. It's like okay, y'all y'all slept on the first one, underrated it. Now y'all gonna overrate this this album, the the the, the black album, and to to I don't know, I guess overcompensate for sleeping on the first one, I guess. But yeah, I'm not with that, you know, especially when you consider what their peers are doing. Speaking of peers, uh, Kendrick Lamar, uh, the Heart Part Five, excellent, excellent track, excellent. Uh, excellent single, excellent video. Um, it's already being heralded as the best video in in recent years. It's one of the best videos in recent years, and the reaction vids and thing pieces are already flooding in. So, um, I was real anxious to hear y'all's uh, uh, thoughts on it. And when I say y'all, I mean like uh, you know everybody, my listeners and my co-hosts who. Uh, could not get on tonight uh, but by the time I talk to them again and that 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 tracking video will already be old and not worth talking about so um, I for one you know I I, <laughs> I, I I love the song and I love the video but some people are kind of you know throwing out their back reaching for deeper meaning and I just kind of find it hilarious and I'm not even talking about the faces um, I'm talking about uh, Oh well, yeah, you know he, uh, you know you notice how Kendrick was 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 dancing to the beat and bopping, and he bopped mainly to the left, and the left side is where the heart is at. So the heart, you get it? The heart is art. You get it? And it's like, really, really? That's 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 your. <laughs> That's what you picked out from the video. That's that's your idea of being deep, you know. Or or did you notice? Did you notice the background was was was, was red like blood, and you know 
blood comes from the heart. So, you know, that's art. It's like, come on, y'all. Come on. Stop trying to find deeper meaning and just enjoy the track. There is some stuff to break down here. There is some stuff to decode. But, you know, your interpretation is your interpretation. And my interpretation is my interpretation. Uh, you know, it, when it comes to the different faces he used, you know, OJ, Kanye, Jesse Smollett, Will Smith. It's a reason he used those uh, faces of those problematic figures in the beginning and then used people like Kobe and Nipsey Hussle at the end because the tone of the song switched. This is just my personal interpretation. You know, he's kind of given us a, a very uh, in-depth description of all the things that are messed up and part of not just hip-hop culture, but black American culture in general. And what's what are all the messed up parts about that culture? And toward the end he says that you know he, he's he's kind of telling us that these things need to change that you know all the violence and the pain and the trauma that we just accept as normal should not be normal and that's what needs to change and um you know there's some other things that black culture and hip-hop culture can be synonymous with and uh you know reminding us of you know what happened to Nipsey Hussle uh, is a reminder that if we don't change things within our own culture, then we're just going to keep having tragedies happen, like what what happened with him. But through it all, no matter how much messed up the culture is, at the end of the day, we all as black men want the acceptance and approval and love from that very same culture. At the end of the day, look what I've done for you. You know, look what I've done for you. So I thought that was a dope track, man. I thought that was a dope track. Um, <laughs> um, can't wait to hear the album. Yeah. Can't wait to review the album on, on the channel. And uh, yeah, and, and then go from there. So there you have it. That is my review of the Black Star album. You know, check it out yourself. Um, like I said, I'm giving it a very adjustable 6 out of 10. Some days I'm feeling like it's a 5, to be quite honest with you. And uh, what, what I'm hoping, what I'm hoping is that this album kind of whet their appetite for recording together. And I hope this album serves as somewhat of a springboard for future Black Star material and better Black Star material. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping. But I know that's a tall ask because it took 24 years uh, for them to do this and all this back and forth with, with, with streaming and who they were going to release it through and all that so I'm not keeping my fingers crossed but um, you know hey check it out yourself some people are loving this and you know I can't tell nobody how to feel I'm just telling you how I feel check it out for yourself there are way worse artists out here that people are also pretending are dope and are, are, are releasing classic material they're way worse artists than Blackstar that people are on front street with right now so hey if if, if y'all like it if y'all love it cool but uh i don't know man this one this one this this black star kind of left me disappointed so that is the show and uh that is my review and i'm gonna try to end the show on a happy note at least and with a track that should have quite frankly made the final cut of this album because i feel the overall message of this song encapsulates the type of night that i am having 
which is uh, life is beautiful, man. Even when the world is whack, even when things disappoint you, artists disappoint you, people don't show up for the show. At the end of the day, life is still beautiful, and you gotta find the beauty in that. So with that, I'ma say peace. This is for my favorite band, the human beings, the faithful, the graceful, the tragic, the classic, the evidence of things unseen, the book of light, the mansions of the moon, the bones of fear to own, recently discovered in everything but no, the doubt is doubts about it, never made it untrue, life, the gift, peace out, the pressure, can't remember how you came and went, I'm better on how you exit from the start, the only thing certain is the end. Promise to all and unknown, not when Heartbreak from yesterday and fret for tomorrow I leave you now filled with anxiety and hollow If you pray, don't worry, if you worry, don't pray My homie told it to me just the other day From the tall castle walls to the mean teeth streets I hope you get what you want and that you want what you need I mean Life is beautiful, even when the world is whack So much beauty we forget to be reminded That you could be everywhere and find it Try it Try it, promise I'm not lying, try it And if you don't see in your environment, you take a look and size it, try it Try it, you could be anywhere and find it, promise I'm not lying Riders of the storm, wise enough to warn the people about the evil that be going on Way before the money gone, money is the root of, huh, you know the rest, really the love of it Got you investing in your death, I stay torn, cause I'm live in the flesh They make computer music, they try to make a copy of me, the computer blew it they raised in the age of the enlightenment But little did they know that they were slaves to their environment The doggone tribes of the stars without telescopes When you have no God, you start selling folks I tried telling folks the attitude was bellicose There's so much more life to rap about than selling coke You can tell that it's dope because my squad official They irrelevant cause they intelligence is artificial The scar tissue on my face tell the folklore We launched missiles in the space to fight the cold war Starlight, star bright, get the arc right Put my story on the screen at the arc light Stay clear of the beast and the troglodytes Trying to start a fight like Della Reese and all the nights We got the flow, the culture vultures try to copyright But they copy wrong, we are not alike Life is beautiful, even when the world is whack yes. So much beauty we forget to be reminded That you could be everywhere and find it Try it, try it, promise I'm not lying Try it and if you don't see in your environment, then take a look inside it, inside it. Try it. You could be anywhere and find it. Promise I'm not lying. Try it. Yes, the world is white, but life is beautiful. You can, you can live a beautiful life in a white world, I promise you. If you live in a beautiful life, it don't make a difference how whack the world is. The problem is not living in the world, the problem is letting the world live in you. We always gonna fly high.